Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. All right, Chime Time, here we go. Three, two, one. It's time now for the BitQL Boston Podcast. Let's run the slate with your host, Mike Mutnanski. Oh, finally here. Game six NBA Finals coming off game one of the Stanley Cup Finals. Shime, good morning. How you doing, buddy? Good morning, Mutt. I'm ready to rock. Got the Avalanche. Got a win last night. Unfortunately, it was an overtime, but they still got the W. That's what matters most. And uh, so I'm, I'm feeling great today. U.S. You're Open's off the- to a great start. It's off to a gr- I'll get to the U.S. Open in a second. You're, you're feeling great because you have the Avalanche minus one and a half games in the Stanley Cup Finals. You're damn right I do. I also had a Conn Smythe bet on Pavel Frankus, uh, but he did not even get to start last <laughs> night. So that's how my night started. Oh, that's funny because I have a Conn Smythe bet on uh, Vasilevsky who let, allowed three goals last night. So Two of those winning. were just bunnies, too. That stinks. I don't think he's winning the Conn Smythe. So. I would say you're probably right. Of all the bets you talked about yesterday, the one that's still alive and would feel good about is that minus one and a half in the series. Oh, yeah. Very much so. <sighs> that's what I get for betting against your, your main uh, idea. So Avalanche win in overtime. Uh, we'll talk more about uh, game two. It's Saturday night, right? Uh, I believe day. so. Yes. Correct. So we got a couple days before we get uh, to that. Unless you have an early lean on game two already. Nope. Haven't even looked at it yet, but I'm probably just going to bet the Avalanche, to be completely honest with you. Uh, we'll get to the U.S. Open here in a second. Uh, it's the NBA Finals Game 6, Woo! and uh, I, I got to tell you, 9.05 this morning when Keith Smith uh, at NBA, Keith Smith's NBA said Zach Zarba, David Guthrie, and John Goble as the officials. Uh, color me shocked, Chris Shime. Surprised. No Scott Foster for Game 6. I was stunned, to be completely Stunna. honest. I did not. Stunna. I, I totally expected Scott Foster. So maybe the uh, NBA isn't necessarily trying to get it to go seven games, but hopefully it still will. Uh, hopefully it does. Uh, it's the Celtics and the Warriors. Obviously, we've talked about this game now for a couple of days. Uh, some A couple places, including BetMGM, are back to three and a half uh, as far as the line goes, but I'm seeing a lot of fours out there, uh, including a DK in the great state of New Hampshire. Uh, 53% of the bets and 84% of the money on the Celtics minus the points. Uh, the money line has actually moved around here a little bit. There's now... A bunch of money line money's come in on the Celtics. Forty four percent of the bets, but fifty four percent of the money. So a plus ratio there. Maybe people just wanting the Celtics to win. As I say that, that goes down to fifty one percent. So some bets coming into the action network as we speak. <laughs> and the under, uh pretty significant bets on the under, forty percent of the money, but uh forty percent of the bets, seventy one percent of the money. And that total has moved a couple points in a couple of places. What is the official DK line on the over under right now? Uh, the over under right now is two ten. 210. Yeah, that, that was 211.5 on Tuesday. 
So that's gone down uh, a good point and a half. So there's some Celtics action. There's some under action. I have adjusted some of my ideas from yesterday because I'm no longer trusting the Celtics the way I'd like to. I'm a little concerned about Robert Williams and his knee. Uh, let's start with you, Chris Scheim. What do you want to do? Game six, NBA Finals, Celtics and the Golden State Warriors at the Garden. Part of an awesome Boston sports day. Red Sox, U.S. Open, and the Finals tonight. Yeah, I'm going uh, I'm going with the Celtics, laying the four. Uh, I'm also going to lean over 210. I, I haven't decided if I'm actually going to lock that in yet or not. I, I have, I'm kind of wobbling back and forth here. But the Boston Celtics, I am laying the four points. I am. I think the Celtics win tonight. I think they win game six. I just I cannot imagine this team, which has done so good at regrouping off a loss, will lose three in a row. I just don't believe that's possible. Um, I think that this team does have the talent to compete and beat the Golden State Warriors, and I think that they're going to do that in game six at home. It's the turnovers, man. You know, I was looking back at some 100%. of the numbers here today. It's just the turnovers, and they're self-inflicted. And so, like, I, I want to believe, like, that's one of the things I, I've audibled out from yesterday. Like, I, I talked about potentially that alternate line of Celtics minus 9.5 at plus 210. Yep. And I, the, the more I thought about it, like, what if I'm just wrong? What if we're all wrong and the Celtics might be, quote-unquote, better, but their bench has played like <laughs> They're turning the ball over like crazy. They're definitely tired. Matt Moore wrote about this at Action. Like any the point of that, like they're, they, uh, Ime has really tightened up the rotation, and those guys have had to play so many more like meaningful, tough minutes. I know they're young, and I'm, that's not the excuse, but the fatigue being a factor tonight, the experience being a factor tonight, the motivation. You heard Steph Curry say yesterday, he's a petty guy. He hears all this stuff. So I, I cannot. I think the Celtics are probably going to win. But I'm not confident to play that nine and a half card that I talked about yesterday, and I'm not even. I'm not. I hate to say it. I'm not even confident in the four. Uh, oh I'm my not. God. I'm my, not. I, I, how, how, can, how can you be based on what you saw in Game Five? Yep. Based on this team making mistakes over and over again, nobody playing well on the bench. I I, I think they're going to win, but I'm not giving out his bet in this podcast. Yep. I'm not I, doing I, don't worry. Not I'll do it for you because I believe in our analysis. I believe just like you believed in me when the Lightning were down two zero. I believe in our analysis of this team and of this series. And so I'm going to bet on the Boston Celtics tonight, laying the four and laying the nine and a half. I will be placing a bet on that plus 210 because I think that is exceptional value. I, I The Boston Celtics have played their best basketball when they feel backed into a corner, when they feel like everything's on the line. That's when they've played their best. And so I think that that will be the case tonight. I also think that in Golden State's head, there's a little bit of, ah, we have a game seven, and it's at home. I'd really like to win this at home. I, I think I think that lingers, especially if they get down 12, 14 points. That'll start lingering in their head. It's like, ah, it, it's okay. We just got to make sure we don't get any anybody gets hurt here. We take it back home, and we win it in front of our people. Like, I think that is absolutely in play. Totally, I, again, it was in play yesterday. Uh I just, I, 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 the Robert Williams, you know, the him, him saying that he's got his knee drained a bunch. I don't know how. I mean, is he going to play? Do you think he's going to play tonight? Oh yeah, I think he'll play. But I think, I mean, he, I think he'll play as much as he can. Um, again, it'll probably be relatively limited, but I, I think he'll definitely play. This guy, I got to give Williams credit. I know, especially on our morning show, we were giving Tatum a lot of crap for the idea that he's fatigued. Um, and but Robert Williams has been playing through this injury. As and it's clearly a major injury, and he is he is doing everything he can to be out there on the floor, and for that I have to give him credit. Well, you saw Isaiah Thomas, who kind of weighed in this morning, and is going to get I'm sure some buzz uh, across sports media today because 
he quote tweeted the Yahoo story where it said, you know, Williams can't do any more real damage to his knee. And Thomas said, I've heard that before, LOL. Uh, so we'll, uh, we'll see. I, I suspect he will play. I, I doubt he plays the 30 minutes again. Uh, I think it's probably closer to 20. But again, it's not actionable because I don't know. And so we don't know, so we're not going to bet. So I, I'm with you that there is a chance that the Warriors pack this thing in. The Celtics play very well. And so instead of the Celtics minus 9.5 at plus 210, I'm with you opposite the total. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end up playing the under instead with the idea that the Celtics can win this game but their offense has been so shoddy, their turnover is so bad. If they're going to win, Shime, I think it's a low-scoring, rock-fight type of game. And so for me, uh, instead of the game, instead of the Celtics minus 9.5, give me the under at 210, 210-210, whatever it is right now on DK. I'll have to put it 210. Uh, I'm going to be on the under as my actual on-top game play. And that really, it might actually be. I'll have some same-game parlay stuff with the Celtics money line. I should say that as well. Uh, but as far as the game goes, under 210 tonight. Uh, in Game 6, this game has trended over 7-4 and four and overs. Uh, in Game 6 is the last 11 of them. Uh, you're going to be on the trend. I'm going to be on the idea of if the Celtics do win, it ain't going to be pretty. So I'm going to be on the under 210 as my game play. How about prop idea, Sean? I found one I, I was surprised. I'll let you go first here, and then I want to run a, a prop idea fire on Jason Tatum in a second. Yeah, I think this has to be a Jason Tatum game, so I'm going to go over 27.5 for Jason Tatum on points. I just I'm think too. I, I, I'm there too. I, I think he has to be good in this game. I think if the Celtics want to win, I think I, I believe this is a career-defining moment for Jason Tatum, whether he shows up or doesn't, and that'll kind of start the narrative for the rest of his career. Um, I, you know, it's not going to define him permanently, but I think this is, this is the first stepping stone. Like the first major stepping stone in his young career is right now tonight. Um, and so I think that he needs to come out and play really well. Uh, so I'm going to go over Tatum 27 and a half. Uh, I'm also going right back to the, right back to the well. It's already hit four or five times. Why wouldn't I go back to Andrew Wiggins over 26 and a half points and rebounds? I don't, Golden State wants to play small. They don't want to play with big men on the court. That's just not how they operate. And with that being said, that means Andrew Wiggins is primed for a bunch of rebounds again. His number is only 7.5. If you just want to play the rebounds, you're not confident wow. in the points, I love that idea too. It's only 7.5. And um, and, but I just I think, I think getting to 26.5 points and rebounds is very much in play. It's looking, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling like another 18 and... 9, 19, and, and 10 kind of thing. Like, Andrew Wiggins' double-double also, I think, is in play. So I am I am very much in the Wiggins train, except for the fact I don't think he can shoot threes, which is why I'm going to go under one-and-a-half threes on Wiggins wow. for even money. Uh, so I, even if he makes one, that's uh, fine. But he has not been good from three range at all. I think he dominates in the paint on this team, uh, and I think that will continue. All right, so we're on Tatum uh, over 27.5 points. That's some good prop stuff there, Shime. Um, who has more assists tonight, uh, Jason Tatum or Draymond Green? Uh, Jason Tatum. So they, they DK is offering a head-to-head assist prop, and they're they're both right now basically just minus 110. Isn't, yep. isn't Tatum a lock to have more assists? Than Draymond Green. I wouldn't say a lock. I mean, Draymond's ha- averaging like over five assists a game. So it's not like Draymond isn't getting assists. But again, I think A, there's a good chance Draymond fouls out. He's already fouled out three times in the series. B, I want I, if he's not contributing like he was in, I mean, he was, he was pretty good in game five, but if he's not contributing like in game four, there's a chance he sits on the bench even more. So Jason Tatum is going to play 
43 minutes in this game again. Like it, yeah. he's going to be on the floor the entire time. The offense is going to run through Jason Tatum. I, I, I would absolutely lean Tatum in that regard. Yeah, I'm leaning there too. I'm going to play him straight up against Draymond Green just in assists, and then I'm going to end up playing the Tatum points assist total. Which and I'm, so I'm playing the, I'm playing the Tatum over 27 half points. I'm playing Tatum to beat Draymond Green in assists. And then 33 and a half uh, is the point assist it number moved, for Tatum. Actually, it's now 34 and a half at even money. It was 33 and a half like 10 minutes ago. I am looking at it as we speak. On FanDuel or DK? On DK. Well, I mean, I, I, I can't. I, I still, I mean, it's, it's, it's an extra bucket. Yeah, I mean, if I, if I think Tatum's going to have a monster game, then yeah. I'm not going to nitpick. It was minus 120 before. They bumped it. Now it's even money. I'm willing to play that. And if you're playing in same game parlays, you want to tab it back down to. Uh, thirty-three and a half. That's fine. But I, I, I mean, if I, if I'm, I'm with you. It's a big game for Jason Tatum. I think he shows up. You know, I could see easily thirty plus points. I think he's gonna have five or six assists. So even that thirty-four and a half number, it's a little. It's not as juicy as the Wiggins stuff, which is juicy. It's just juicy the roof <laughs> it's right so, now. It's unbelievable. Because it keeps hitting. It, 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 it turns out these bookmakers are smart. I don't understand what they're doing. They're not making the number higher. They're expecting him to stop, and he's not. Like that, that's. What, I don't. It makes no sense to me, so I'm going to keep betting it because Andrew Wiggins is not stopping. This guy, in my opinion, might if Golden State wins, there's an argument that he was more important to those wins than, than necessarily Steph Curry. Wow. All right. Uh, anything else? I have kind of a smaller card tonight because I don't I, – I really don't know what team is going to show up for the Celtics. The team that, you know, as you said, backs against the wall, play a clean game, ball movement, Glenn Ordway quote, like – or is it – Going to end up being one-on-one basketball, and it's the end of the line for them, but it just turns out the Warriors are too good. Yeah, I I, uh, I also have a I small card, yeah. but that's also in part because a lot of my money is currently tied up in the U.S. Open. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> But uh, regardless, I, 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 am, I have a small card, but I'm confident in my card. And like you said before, sometimes it's better to just do that than try and make a million different plays, and so that's where I am at. Uh, game six tonight, just after nine o'clock, over at the Garden. Uh, you mentioned the U.S. Open. Good luck with your NBA card, folks. Uh, should be a very interesting game. I'm, I'm, it's a defining game for Tatum, as you said. I also I say a defining moment for the Celtic team. Are they are they going to go out, you know, uh, whimpering, you know, tail between their legs at home, or are they force a game seven, uh, which should be you know a successful year either way. But given the way they played in the second half, it would be a kind of a, a sour ending to see them lose here at home. We'll see what happens tonight. Uh, with the Celtics and the Warriors. You mentioned the U.S. Open. Uh, it has been uh, stomach-churning to watch this because this course is so hard. This, this course, course is so hard. And it, it, so I just looked it up. So the course is playing. Uh, let me find the exact number. I just saw this updated number. Uh, right now the course is playing two two strokes over par, which is a, means the course is playing difficult. This is probably, Shime, the best conditions these guys are going to have Literally all week. It's going <laughs> after because there's no wind right now. The wind's going to pick up this afternoon. They're going to firm up all weekend because there's not going to be much rain. Yep. There's supposed to be a good amount of wind, not just this afternoon, but throughout the course of the weekend. Like the they came it's out there. Today. Hotter. It's going to get. Gonna, it's supposed to be very hot, hot uncomfortably hot this weekend. They mowed today. Um, some I, I saw like a before and after of some of the rough. They did mowed a little bit in some spots. They're not going to do that this weekend. So the course is playing insanely hard now. The best golfers in the world are the ones out there. Rom, Spieth, McElroy, Morikawa, Willie Z, Neiman, and, and they're not scoring there. This is going to be a massacre. This is going to par is going to be 
a very, very, very good score, which is, by the way, what you want U.S. Open, but as a weekend hack who would shoot about 10,000 on this course, <laughs> it makes me nauseous because it is so difficult right now, and it's only going to get harder. Yeah, it's it's crazy how difficult it, it seemed for these guys. Uh, I'm very happy with how my guy, Colin Morikawa, has started. I hope he continues that. He looks to be in, in relatively good form, especially with his irons right now, which is always good to see. Um but overall, I mean, this is going to be – I'm excited for this weekend. It is going to be just a death match between yep. these guys. Because totally it's agree. just – you have to – these greens are so sloped. If you don't hit the center of the green, you're screwed. You're screwed. You're immediately off the green. You're you're chipping from the rough now. Like, it's – these guys are uh, in for a doozy this weekend, to say the least. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, uh, and I think uh, something you guys talked about yesterday—the ball striking is going to be so important. You know, you may, Rory's scoring right now, but he's missing. Uh, John Rahm's scoring, but he's missing. Like, these guys are the best golfers. They're able to respond and, and able to, to to salvage par, salvage bogey. They're going to be some huge, huge numbers by some really, really good golfers. Yeah, oh, I, it's just, I mean. I have to work today with the Red Sox playing a day game. I'm not going to work. I mean, I'm going to I'm be watching six, seven hours of golf tomorrow before I go in and do Red Sox baseball. Today, I can't do that. Um, but tomorrow, I'm not, I'm not getting off the couch. Yeah, I haven't gotten to watch. watch so much I, I've only been able to watch, like, sparingly. Oh, I had it up so on the good. computer, um, you know, thanks to, thanks to Peacock. Excellent coverage there. Uh, so I had it up. No, no, not excellent coverage. Terrible coverage. <laughs> well, Le- I wasn't listening leaderboard, to it. Leaderboard doesn't even tell you. Like it says, for example, uh, uh, like I forget, I think Russell Henley started on the back nine. It, it every every major they put a star there, reminding you, okay, he's played seven holes, but he started on the back nine. Yes, it does. They, it, there's, they literally, this, there's literally no, a yellow arrow next to those people. No, that indicate, no, no, not the, not on Peacock this morning. There wasn't. Yes, maybe there on was. U, maybe on USA Network there is right now. But tr- trust me, uh, go check Twitter. We were yelling about it today on social media. I I, I they've cleaned it up. I want I ESPN almost, Plus. I almost I want ESPN Plus. Oh, ESPN Plus is very good as well. I'm just glad to be honest. I'm just glad constant coverage, basically no commercials. That's what I like. I'm into that. Uh, I'm trying to look right now. I mean, there's some really. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Who is this? Cam I, Young's an awesome golfer. He's two over early. Willie Z one over early. Xander Shoffley one over, over early. Francisco Molinari, great international player. He's four over. Siwoo, great player, four six over. I mean, six over through eleven. This is going to be. <laughs> it is going to be. Well, that's what you want. If people want U.S. Open, they want the course set up like this. They're going to get it. I love so, that. There's an amateur. Uh, a couple amateurs though that have been. Keeping pace. Uh, Travis Vick was for a while kind of up there. He was one under. He's now yeah, back Sam to Sam Bennett even. was right there. Sam There's Bennett is still there, there at even. Uh, Stuart Hadjistad, I believe is his name, one under. So, you know, I like I, – I, I just want to see – I want to see some new names. I want to see some awesome golf. I'm, I'm really excited because this is not going to be an easy easy course. You're all pumped up because your guy's right there. Your 100%. guy, Colin Morikawa, hey, hey, right hey. there at three under par. I'm knocking on wood because it is only day one. He is only what – Ten holes through, like there's there eleven. Yeah, it's early. Holes oh my god, so this is you, you, you shouldn't even be. Th- I mean, we, honestly, I should not be you know, really caring. We should be watching it to enjoy the golf. Yep. The scoring right now is, is whatever. As long as you don't shoot yourself out of the tournament. Yep. You know that's it. Like you Zalator, stay, you stay two- at one over is fine. I would I will sign for a one over seventy one right now from Willie Z because his tee shot on one he sprayed right over the stands. I think anybody that over stays within two strokes of par. So if you're if you're two over or better on the day, I think you're golden. I think that is what you need to aim for right now. You need to just be close and keep it close, and then just you literally just need to play par golf all weekend, and you have a shot at winning this thing. 
Uh, all right, so we watch a lot of golf. Uh, we'll have some ideas once the cut is made. Uh, we'll have a full recap of Game 6 tomorrow. We won't have Stanley Cup tomorrow. Oh, Red Sox. Uh, we lost. You won Red Sox last night. Damn nice right call by I you. Did. Got a win on uh, Josh Winkowski. We got three strikeouts, not uh, five we needed from Winkowski. Winkowski threw a lot of contact last night, but the A's stink. The A's are really bad, so and bad. you have to lay 105, uh, minus 105 to do it, but Rich Hill's strikeout total is too low. It's four and a half. We're going Rich Hill over four and a half strikeouts at minus 105. feel very good about Big Dick Mountain today against the uh, – <laughs> Against the uh, uh, A's this afternoon. Yeah, I'm going to ride with the, the, Red Sox run, or the Red Sox run line, too. Red Sox minus one and a half at plus 120. I'm all in on that. They're just, just terrible. Yeah. Uh, anything else, Krishan? No, that'll do it for me. I'm going to go. Uh, I got some stuff to take care of. I'm going to watch the U.S. Open and, uh, and, yeah, and just enjoy the day. All right, so Jason Tatum and some Celtics unders tonight. You have a whole bunch of stuff that uh, people can go back and check out. Yep. Uh, specifically Andrew Wiggins. My guy. My guy, Wiggy. guy. All right, Shime, enjoy the basketball. We'll talk tomorrow, buddy. Thank you. Can't wait, Mutt. See you then. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus